And now, coming to you live from the tri-state area and San Francisco, California, it's the best part of Wednesday, Waffle Box, with your hosts, Mike Fish and Kush Hayes. Welcome to Waffle Box, the podcast where we talk about anything, everything, and nothing, all at the same time. Come up on episode 79. We're talking interesting ways to dispose of a human body legally. Finally, rights for the six dolls of Korea. And we want to dance with somebody in this week's movie review. I am Mike Fish and I am joined as always by the main man from San Fran. It's Mr. Kush Hayes. Kush, how you doing, buddy? Uh, a little hungover, but what's good, y'all? Kush Hayes here coming to you with the original waffle box. You accept no substitutions because it is the best part of Wednesdays. How are you doing, Mr. Mike Fish? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I've I've recovered from the New Year festivities. What did you get up to? How how was your new year? A little rocky. We we kept it going a little longer than we should have. And uh yeah, I guess I'm on a rock now. I'm somewhere on a mountain. Um it's at least at least not raining on me at the moment. But yeah, I don't I seem to have lost my hat. Um thankfully I still got my, my waffle box medallion, so no one no one robbed me. That's good news. That's Otherwise, good. uh whew, I don't know how I'm gonna get down from here, but uh we got a show to do first, so there it is. Always a dedication. Always a dedication. How's you know, your uh, you gotta other than you other than being uh, lost up a mountain? How's how's twenty twenty three treating you so far? Have you have you made any resolutions? Have you broken your resolutions? How how does how you been? Uh, definitely not doing a good job on the not so drinking so much uh, resolution. Otherwise, um, we start work in a week, so it's, it's nice to have had an extended time off and knowing there there is a job that will be there at the end of that that is nice. uh, you know the last two years that wasn't a thing so Ooh. mo money mo problems but no money even more problems yeah that's what i see oh fuck yeah as a small business owner it's time to like you have to do the taxes before the 30th so yeah i know at some point i drunkenly got like was getting receipts together uh, the other day but uh yeah you know uncle kush had uh had one too many uh too many sips from the bottle i'm not gonna judge judgment free zone here i, I appreciate that Speaking i understand of... your new york football giants are in the playoffs god damn right they are Woo! congratulations First time since i look forward to seeing you on the field of battle daniel jones mvp baby people seem to oh, there's haters there's haters out there kush with daniel jones but since day one, I've been a Dan Stan. I've been by his side and alongside Coach Debol. We're going to the moon, baby. Going to the moon. Mm-hmm. We might How not be going we, to the Super Bowl, uh, but we're going to the moon. Is Are the odds high that the Niners and the Giants will face each other in the playoffs? Well, up until a few days ago, yes, they were. But then uh, that was when I believe the Minnesota Vikings were the second seed and the 49ers were the third seed, but then Minnesota lost their game and 49ers won their game, so they flip-flopped. So now mm-hmm. 49ers are the second seed in the NFC, so it looks like it could be the Giants versus the Vikings in the first round, and then hopefully mm-hmm. if we beat those, who knows? I, I, I don't well, know if how our, the brackets... If our teams end up 
going head to head. I think you and I need to have a little gentleman's wager. Uh, nothing crazy, nothing breaking the bank, but uh, it'll go to charity. Be a charity. Yeah. That. Why not? Yeah. I, I've got a. I got a. I got a dollar. Oh, it's ten dollars. You got a dollar. I was thinking maybe I'm a little higher than that, but uh, you know. But we'll, we'll, little, we'll come uh, back to this. We'll come back to this. Little, who's that fella? Who's that fella? Oh, that's that's Mr. Washington. There he is, George Washington. Real monies. Um, yeah. Speaking I like of that um, you're bringing money into the podcast. Oh no, a dollar bill got into my drink. That was bound to happen. <laughs> <laughs> is that good luck? Is that good luck? I hope. Uh, I don't know, dog. The way who knows where this dollar has been. Probably, probably is it covered in glitter? Does it smell like of... coconut? It might smell like coconut. I don't know. <laughs> oh dear. Well, we'll just let that one dry. Oh, do I want to finish this now? Yeah, fuck it. Chug the it. Alcohol will sanitize it, right? I've had my dog right now. You can't see it on camera, but it's just staring at the door. I, thought, I warned you. Once I hit record, you're stuck in here. <laughs> um, fun fact. So. New Year's resolutions. Okay. I saw I saw a good quote about oh, for God's sake. Fun facts about New Year's resolutions. I saw it was a great quote. Great quote. Really made me like you know when you like that's that's profound. I wish I'd come up with that. Mm -hmm. It said, "Those that break New Year's resolutions are weak. Those that make them are fools." Oh, like that. It's dark. Dark. It's very oh. defeatist. I mean, what I mean, I could, I, I'm sure I was going to mention this, but I think if we actually go back to the first episode of 2022, we went through uh, resolutions and stats and stuff like that. But I'm pretty sure the the percentage of people that make new New Year resolutions fail them pretty high. Sure. I'm going out on a limb. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the worst part about that, and I'm sure we talked about this on that episode as well, is like once they break them, they just they're just like it's done, whatever. Now I'm just gonna drink all the booze in the world. And it's like no, no, no. You just just start again tomorrow. It's okay. Uh, I, I missed yeah. the gym day, so therefore I'm gonna eat McDonald's every day now, forever, forever. until my next resolution. Yeah, no, you just go back to the gym on Tuesday. It's fine. Thursday, whatever it is. I technically already broke mine because I was, I was. Same. Actually, I was going to be one of those people. Like, you know, I'm going to get, I'm going to get into shape this year, not lose weight. Because if you get, if you see the video version, I look like a broomstick with twig arms. But you know, I was trying to bulk up a little bit. I was going to do you that. You look like a polar survivor. Jesus, that's dark. Um, it was dark. I know. So, and then someone in my household got COVID day one. And mm. so now I guess probably not a best idea to start mingling around gyms for a little while. So I didn't, I didn't spend, no, I, didn't, I, think I, didn't sign I think a gym would be the worst place to be right now, especially with Mrs. Fish having the COVID. Like well, you know, all those I've people, gotta, as they say, was sweating, it? Sitting in health. So you know, I've got I've to stick around, be the gentleman, be the husband, fetch the tea, fetch the orange juice, heat up some chicken soup. Mm. It's pretty yeah. much what I, I used doing. to uh I used to work at a gym and obviously there are people who get upset when like you don't towel off 
towel off the weight bench because that is fucking Animals. gross. But then there are people who who don't understand, like, hey, Kush, why you clean so much? It's like, yeah, really have to think about this place like a hospital. Like I just said three minutes ago, like everyone here is coughing, breathing heavy, sweating. Whether or not they do clean a, a towel off the weight bench, you're like, like there's so many fucking germs in this place going on. And like as good as our housekeeping staff is, it's 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 a job that's never finished. Like you always just got to keep just disinfecting Always. everything because it's not even not even the vid that you gotta be worried about you know if i go to uh, oh, oh, yeah. doors back open dogs back um if i walk <laughs> I if I go... dog. he's got a knife <laughs> one day i will train this dog to close the door after herself it's just rude um, yeah if i if i leave the house you know I go bye love you and then i come back like two hours later with a with a with a rash questions yeah. gonna be asked not sexy not sexy mm-hmm. some sort of skin infection yeah it's all ugh. yeah there's a lot of nastiness in gyms that people don't realize or even think about and it's just like ugh. however one of the most delightful staffs i've ever worked with like it was one of those things where like i know i'm making minimum wage but i like the people i work with and they make things fun and that's the main thing it was good it was a good time Good time with the old crunch fitness on on Montgomery. Crunch. I, I was being honest. It's not an ad. hashtag, not an ad. But uh, I was going to go with uh, Planet Fitness just because it's ten dollars a month and I'm cheap. And just in case, I only go once or twice. It's not that bad. Mm-hmm. But some of them are yeah. like seventy, eighty dollars. Fuck. Yeah. Are you going to lift the weights for me? One of those. That price? <laughs> I think better. Jesus. I mean, me like yeah. I want a bath towel, towel bath, towel, towel, whatever. I hope to amass enough wealth in the next three years where I just have people work out for me. Yeah. yeah. Now, now maybe that consists of them actually pushing my arms up, or or or, or they just work out and I just watch, you know, eat a pizza. But uh, yeah, I I want that surrogate gym body that make you a puppet like a marionette. Tie strings to your hands and then you hold the weights and they lift it up for you. Look like you're in like an NSYNC video. That was a wonderful intro. Anyway, let's get into the meat and potatoes of this evening's show. Because that's what you come here for. So before we get over to the, you know, the, the rights of the sex doll in Korea... Uh, fun fact, new laws have been passed here in New York State. We all love talking about oh, laws, don't we? Mm-hmm. Um, that's the exciting thing to talk about. But this one caught my eye because the new law has been passed, which approves the composting of human bodies. Ooh, Fascinating. Because we're all trying to be environmentally friendly, at least. I am and mm. Greta Thunberg. Have run out of space to bury the bodies. Like, well, uh, indeed. So now to save some space, a person can now have their body turned into soil after their death. It does specifically say they have to be dead first. That's a, I think that's a okay. key part of the law. Um, which that would seen... be good if they were dead first. Yeah. Um, this is also known as natural organic reduction, which very sounds very mm-hmm. fancy. Um, in 2019, Washington was the first U.S. state to legalize it. Colorado, Oregon, Vermont, and your neck of the woods, Cali, Fornia, 
um, followed oh. suit. So New York was therefore the sixth American jurisdiction to allow humans composting. So basically what ha- happens was, this is, um, this is how it works, right? So this happens with a special above ground facility where the body is put into a closed vessel along with selected materials such as wood chips, alfalfa, straw grass, and gradually breaks down under the action of microbes, science. Mm-hmm. And then after a period of about a month and some heating process to kill off any contagion, loved ones are given the resulting soil, to which then you can go and plant a seed in it. And then I can become a tree or something. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Huh. Have you I've ever thought of... about that? Have you ever thought about like what do you what do, how do you wanna how do you wanna be dealt with after you've kicked a bucket? So I used to joke around that I wanted to be preserved like Lenin and put on display in the living room of my children's home. But since I have no children now, um, I think just cremation is easier. But um, this does make me wonder, like, are are people worried about, like, the residual effects around the crematorium? Because, like, that smoke goes in the air like that. That can't be healthy for anyone living or working around it. So I wonder if this has something to do with like a drug dealer or a drug, 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 drug addict. No, I don't think that'll be. I think you're literally just Taking inhaling human people. Um, anyway, um, I've heard of such a thing like this. I want to say it's probably because of Washington, but yeah, like yeah, they turn you into mulch and then yeah, they plant you on the ground and now you're a tree. Um, I've also heard of this had to have been a joke or an onion article, but also I've heard again for spacing issues of people just being buried standing up, which makes for a significantly deeper hole. However, you know, again, well, don't they just bury people on top of each other anyway? Now, I don't believe so, because I'm pretty sure when I went to visit someone's mausoleums that the headstones weren't spaced far. Like, I'm pretty sure they've staggered them now to make it a little bit easier. Okay, but I think it depends from you know cemeteries. No, there are mausoleums. There are mausoleums in the cemetery where literally like it's just c- cement shells. So like, you know, there's five, six bodies high at a time. Uh, and how, who knows how many rows they go down. But outside in the ground, I don't know. I know that like, you know, marry people by plots together and then get buried together. And it's like one double headstone. I know I just have a logo there. I don't know. I'm just saying if I forever go into power, I would bring this into law. Sorry, you don't get a choice. As soon as you mm-hmm. die, you become soil. Because one, yes, this is environmentally friendly. It's very nice. So we, we can say, you know, for every dead body, we're replanting a tree. That's how it works. But also, mm-hmm. just in case, I've seen far too many movies. What if mm-hmm. there's suddenly a virus going around and the, the dead start coming back up and hunting what little brains that I have? Screw that. You're turning into a tree. <laughs> there, so last year, obviously, it was 2022. And there was Checks a movie out. starring Charlton Heston called Soylent Green, where everyone's like, everyone is in love with this beverage called Soylent Green. It's natural. It comes from the earth. You know, it's, it's all, it's very healthy for you. And it's good for you. And no one really knows what's in it. But God damn it does. It tastes wonderful. 
Mm-hmm. What is it? It's people. No. It's people. My Twilight Green people. It's a very totalitarian future when this movie was made. It's very, uh, you know, uh, um, 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 whatever. It's it's not the republic and the dem- democratic future that we know today. I and mean, then they were cannibalizing fair. people. Is it good? I can't imagine. Is it good for you to drink human remains? I don't know. Uh, I guess there isn't many scientific studies on that. But I know, I, mean, I know. There's a whole rule. But in my again, in my as long as they're not killing people specifically for this. No, no, no. They, they, everyone, like, everyone just I, died. Like, if I'm dead, I don't give a fuck what you do with my body afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> I'm dead. I don't care. It's not like. <laughs> You know, I'll, I'll die and then suddenly come back and be like, where's my leg? And someone's like, oh, oh sorry. I thought you my bad. I'm dead. I can I think shoot me out of the cannon if you want. On a previous episode, if there's an afterlife, like, you know, maybe there's a heaven, maybe there's a hell, or maybe you just haunt the premises you're on right now. Like, what do you want? Do you want to, like, be a ghost and just, like, haunt your favorite dive bar or, you know... <sighs> I don't know. I actually no, I wouldn't because then if I'm haunting my favorite dive bar, like it would be almost be like a, a, a forever tease. Like I'm I'm always in this bar and I can't drink, can't enjoy myself. Well, let's just say you can drink. Let's say you can actually drink, and the the the, the barman is like, "Where the hell is all my booze going? I don't understand." Here I am thinking that doesn't make sense. Whilst we talk of the premise of me haunting a bar, as if that that's going to go ahead mm-hmm. anyway. Uh, I guess sure, yeah. If I can still drink for free because I'm a ghost, mm-hmm. I'm in. I'm in. Let's make it happen. Nice. Where do I sign? Nice. Do you think you have to die on the premises of the bar, or can you like could you just die on the couch right there and then just like take a ghostly stroll on down to the the local watering hole and 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 live live out your afterlife there? No, I'd like it. I'd like to think it's like a game show. So that once you die, you get you get like there's like four cho- you get four choices. <gasps> Which of these four locations from your life would you like to haunt forever? And you get, Ooh. Ooh. Which one? That's exciting. <laughs> but you but you only get you can only choose one and that's choose it one. for for eternity. Yeah. You're there. No do-overs. That's mm. exciting. Hmm. I'm not saying I would choose a bar, but it's a pretty good one. That was a good one. It's one. It's yeah. it's it's one of your four. It's definitely gonna be one of my four. That's for damn sure. Oh, mm-hmm. um. Only problem is the bar might shut down or burn down, and then you're just like, fuck. Now what? Oh, and then it, it gets turned. Now into it's a YMCA. Ah, oh, just naked fat dudes everywhere. Oh, this is hell. At least get to play some basketball. But uh, no, my, no, my luck. The bar will burn down. You'll get turned into one of those soap stores that has that really obnoxious, strong smell all the time. Or a candle shop. Or yes, a candle I understand. shop. I call those girl teeth. All right, okay. Like new rule. New rule. Like so, you get to new pick. Rule. Waffle box. You get to pick one of your four with the okay. provision, but that's that's your choice, unless. It's now no longer that place. Like, for example, if I sign up 
I'm gonna I'm gonna haunt this bar forever, and then it's no longer a bar. I get I get a do over. I get a do over. That's what I think. I fucking love that. Final. You hear that, Specters? <laughs> That's what's up. Waffle Box has declared it. We decided it. I'm on a mountaintop, and I, we're we're singing to the heavens here, baby. Scream it from the mountaintop, baby. Ah, let's move. I knew I liked you for a reason, Mike Fish. I'm a thinker. I'm a critical thinker. There you go. Well said. Speaking of some weird shit, um, real quick, the did you hear the good news coming from South Korea recently, oh. where people will finally be given their rights to own a sex doll? They got our letters. Yes. Weeks we've been writing. I've been sending South Korea a letter every day for the last seven and a half months about this. There are some provisos. Expensive. Oh. So for those who don't know, unless who I'm seriously, if you're listening to this and you wasn't familiar with South Korean sex doll laws, where the hell have you been? But so what they did, so they weren't necessarily illegal but it was very hard to get hold of one, like especially importing one, uh, because they said that it's like it's seen as harming South Korea's traditions and public morals. But they've now had a turnaround. You can now order adult-shaped sex dolls to get imported to South Korea on two provisors again. Two provisors. Proviso one. They're not allowed to look like children, which I think is a fair one. That's a fair one. I'm okay with that. Although, yeah. Oh, oh. Although, thinking outside the box here. What if? Now you're gonna have to be very careful how you. If someone clips this, this could get very, very sketchy here. But what if they made it legal, quote unquote? to purchase a childlike sex doll. But then, here's the catch. The delivery man is a police officer. And they go, knock, knock, (laughs) knock. Here's your child sex doll. And they go, finally. And they go, actually, you're coming with me, pal. And they put him in prison. Not bad idea, right? Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Uh, I I want to like then, you know, talk to you about helps. entrapment and all that other stuff, but yeah, I'm okay with that. We it don't help the economy and gets <laughs> sex offenders off the streets. It's hey. a win-win. I, yeah, I'm okay with that. Speaking of sex crimes, is that so just the one provision? The other provision is that they can't look like celebrities, which again, I think that's fair. Oh, what if they license their their image? Like, what if Kim Kardashian was like, no, they paid me half a Kim billion Kardashian dollars for this. would 100% allow that to happen. Yeah. She would. You got to pay her, but yeah. Oh, but of course, she doesn't do anything for free. My gosh. Um, But yeah, so I don't know. It doesn't, it just says they can't resemble real people such, such as celebrities. So I don't know. Again, I don't know. Whatever. But yeah, so but um, nearly a quarter of a million people 
signed a petition to stop the imports of sex dolls um, because they said that the sex dolls could lead to an increase in sex crimes. I'm going to argue the opposite, quite frankly, because... I mean, if you're using the sex doll in public, maybe? Well, okay, yeah, that... that... That should be another. Like, that should be the third provision. If you're gonna have a sex doll, fuck it at home. You know, like how many times have you been on the bus and some asshole just has their their fucking cell phone blaring a Spotify oh. playlist? But you know, now it's just like, what, bro? I'm just using my fucking doll here and having a good time. I, I've worked hard like everybody else here. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm the numbers. What? What are you doing? <laughs> I love. Lucha what are you looking at, dude? Dolls. Mind your own fucking business, dude. Take oh well, yeah, that's else. that. That technically is a sex you know, uh, public indecency. All right, but yeah, no. As long as you, I, I think you know, if they're the kind of person that wants to spend money on a fake partner so they can bang it till their eyes pop out. I think that's the kind of person that we should allow to do that in their own home. Because if they can't do that, who knows what they're going to get up to. I mean, I don't care what you do in your home as long as you're not hurting anybody. But yeah, the yeah, I I would like to know what those 100,000 plus people are thinking will happen. But yeah, who knows? So anyway, we're getting sex dolls in South Korea. Yeah. The only thing, whenever... I, this kind of topic comes up. I'm that kind of weird guy, which I think we've already quite clarified that already. We have, we've established that. Confirmed. But my first thought always goes to, because you think, right, when you are, when you're having, when you're having some alone time, us mm-hmm. gents, and let's just say that you're you... You're going buttoning some buttons here, Mike. Oh my goodness. When you arrive to your scheduled location, I don't know about you, but I kind of feel like, oh, what have I done? Oh, my, you're a you're a grown man with a job. What are you doing? Oh. Is that that awkward, that little bit of like shame for I now have to clean out? That was a lot of my twenties. That was a lot of my twenties. Just like I really just spend seven hours doing that. <sighs> I just feel like such a loser. Seven oh hours. What is it? That so was after, a short day. After like, a certain point, you just like <laughs> I'm, I'm good. That's <laughs> just I we're out, we run out. <laughs> but I'm just saying, imagine like you bang a sex doll, mm-hmm. you jizz it so it's popping out of his ears, and then now you've got to like, clean now it. You clean oh, it. but oh. guess what? Most nasty assholes won't. Most of the Folks that buy this won't. It's not sloppy seconds if it's me again. <laughs> it's not also dishwasher a... friendly. Just trying to stuff the whole fucking doll in the stick. Get in there! Get, get in. Come on, Sophia, get in there! Then like, that's when the neighbor walks past the window. It's not what it looks like. Or it might it might be what it looks like, but fuck off. What, bro? I'm just trying to fucking clean my fucking sex doll. What's your fucking problem, bro? In South Korean. That's how that sounds. In South Korean. In South Korean. Well, I don't know. 
I'm I'm sure other countries allow sex dolls, but yeah, for me, it's I wouldn't be able to do other that. Other countries are pretty pretty unrepressed as opposed to the United States or a South Korea, and they they're just like people just walk up and just like you want to bang, and they're like, yeah, sure, in Dutch. <laughs> but like. I'm sure these sex dolls are way more sophisticated than they were in like the eighties. Like you never, you know, just seen a stereotypical oh. one where it's just like they you just pump it up and they like have that shocked face. So I'm sure they're more realistic than that, but I'm still pretty sure yeah. they've got that dead look behind their eyes. And so like afterwards, you finish and they're just, just staring at you, judging you. I won't be able to live like that. Staring at one. Why don't you ever take me out? I was. Um, Why don't you ever introduce me to your friends? You start hearing those voices. Drop you insane. Anyway. Quick. Just use your hand or a flashlight if that if you have to uh, push. You still have to clean that fucking thing. Do it. Yeah. Right, yep. Just use your hand as tissues. Jesus Christ. It's worked for centuries. Why knock it? If it ain't, it ain't broke, broke. Don't fix it. Boom. My man. Uh, we have achieved so much already. And there's still more to come in this first half because it's now time to talk about some people who are achieving some things in this crazy world where you can't have celebrity sex dolls in South Korea. But they're doing things yet. still yet. Kim Kardashian. And this week's Dumb World Record of the Week. Why? Why? Why would I? Why? 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 Why would you want to do that? Uh, okay. This okay. week's Dumb World Record takes place right here in the Big Apple, New York. Where a New York foodie broke a Guinness world record by dining at 18 Michelin starred restaurants in 24 hours. Okay. Now, That's interesting. But they, they had like an appetizer at each one, right? Well, here we go. So this is where I'm going to. I've done some maths in this and I'm calling BS. Because okay, if you've ever, right, okay, so I'll, I'll bring, so his name, his, this guy's name is Eric Finkelstein, 34 hey, years Frank. old, said his interest in dining out spiked when he moved back to New York in 2021 and a Discord oh. group he joined. Let me, oh, yeah. let me take my glasses off so you, everyone can see me roll my eyes. Ugh. All right. Discord back. group. Um, he joined Discord group about city restaurants, brought his attention to the Guinness World Record for most Michelin-starred restaurants visited in 24 hours. Quote, I love the idea. Well, yeah, we figured that, Finkelstein. But um, it combined my loves of eating interesting food, working towards a checklist, fuck me, and working towards something silly. Eric, 34, from New York, kind of You're an schmuck. interesting guy. Yeah, well, you said it nicer than I did. 
It combines so my luck. So one of his loves is working towards a checklist. Yeah. Fuck me. Checklists are good. Like, I make hey, one no. every day for the next day. But I like a good checklist. Love. I like a good checklist. It helps you get shit done. But mm-hmm. when if someone was yeah. to say, what are, what are the three main loves in your life? I'm uh, my wife. Um, 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 music and whiskey checklists. No, whiskey, women, and weed. There you go. Three oh, yeah. perfect. Three it's the original WWW to the World Wide Web. Was... Come and ruined it. Smart. Smart. Now, this is where I'm calling BS. Bring it down, Mike Fish. Finkelstein said that he spent a total. Of $494 on food, not counting tax or tips. Which works out not on average okay. sure. before tax and tips $27.45 at each restaurant. Okay. Now, for those who have never been to New York City, you would be hard going to find any restaurant where even if you just had to spend $27 the fact that he's saying he's gone to 18 Michelin star restaurants and spent an average mm-hmm. of $27 in 24 hours like this so for me it doesn't specify what he ate. He reckons he had about 5,000 calories in the day. What? No. So, this guy, I, I don't know what how the fuck did he calories, eat? but there's no fucking way he ate only 5,000 calories. All right. 18, at 18 restaurants. What's the map? Maybe 5,000 calories a restaurant. Um, that's like, so that's like 200, 260 like calories eight. each. That doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. So how much can calories in a bowl of fries? He went to the restaurant. He ordered an appetizer and a drink, a, a coke, uh, coffee, wine, whatever. But that's that's how he got. He's not getting. He's not getting any. He's, you wouldn't be able to get a leaf of lettuce and a glass of wine for twenty seven dollars. Not for an appetizer, though. In a Michelin a star meal, restaurant in New York City, you kidding yeah, an me? An appetizer is still an appetizer. Appetizer can run up to like fourteen bucks. When was the last time you came to New York? Oh, wow. good point. It's been about twenty years now. Yeah, price has gone up a little bit. So... For an appetizer, like literally, just like at a Michelin star skins. restaurant. A Michelin star restaurant, yeah. Here, here, here's a plate of oysters. I don't, yeah. What's this? What one oyster? I, I, I'm allergic to shellfish, so I wouldn't be eating oysters anyways. Um, anyway, this is BS. So he reckons he spent twenty-seven dollars at each Michelin star restaurant, consuming around about two hundred and sixty calories each. It's nonsense, world record. I disavow you. It's very dubious. It's very yeah. dubious. I question of all the world records. I want to see receipts. We've talked about that are stupid. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm dubious about how this went down. We need more details, and we don't need more details. I don't want to cover those again. But there's, 
I never want to speak of Eric Finkelstein again. Fucking Finkelstein. I never want to see his face. Mr. I love checklists. Fucking weirdo. Get off Discord groups. Get out in the real world. Meet some people. Meet some people. Touch some grass, as they say on the internet. When you go touch the grass. I don't know how that, how that, as an insult, that's a terrible. Have you ever seen people say that when they rec- like they're having an, someone's having an argument and they go, "Why don't you go touch grass?" As if that's gonna what oh. is that gonna suddenly make my life better? Oh, look at that guy he's no, touching grass. He knows what he's doing. Quietly telling you to fuck off. Maybe. Like uh, kick sand. Uh, Play with some rocks. cars. Yeah, go. Go traffic. Yeah. It's nasty, nasty right. people, nasty people on the internet. Except for you, who's listening or watching this, you're good. You're good people. You're the Serp good Squad ones. is always a. We always love you, Serp Squad. <sighs> All right, so I'm looking at Casse Enrique. It is, is a it? Michelin star restaurant in New York. Michelin.com. It's a one star Michelin restaurant. It's the cheapest Michelin star rated restaurant in New York. It's mm-hmm. a Mexican joint. Let's find the menu. Come on, you have to have the menu here. I got, I got an address. I've got, I, I've got map coordinates. They literally have pressure is on degrees. now. You've brought this up. What's the menu? So dumb. We'll have to come back. Keep, keep going. Keep going. We'll, we'll, we will. We'll uh, come back to this in the second half. Um, still to come. We're gonna talk about Whitney Houston's biopic. I want to dance with somebody in this week's movie review. We're ending the show, as always, with our feel-good story. And we'll be right back after this short break. It's now time for the middle of the show quiz. Welcome to Dwarf Box, episode 79, still to come. we got the trapdoor segment. We're going to dance with somebody in this week's movie review and so much more. But it is the middle of the show, so it's that time for the middle of the show quiz. What we do here each and every week, I like to test Mr. Hayes on his knowledge on something to do with the show this week. Of course, it's going to be about Whitney Houston. So I hope you paid Ooh. attention in the m- m- movie. I learned Five a lot questions. from that movie. Five questions. Some of these are going to be easy. Some of these might be a little bit tricky. Who knows? I haven't seen the movie. So these might all be answered in the first five minutes of the film. But five questions. So obviously the name of the game is to get at least three out of five, if not five out of five. If he gets a question correct, Kush hears this noise. And it makes him happy. But if he gets a question wrong, he hears this noise. And then it makes him say, Mr. Haynes, are you ready? To I'm quest? ready. Question number one. So Whitney Houston's one of the biggest hits was I Will Always Love You. Not sung sung way better. Who originally recorded that song? 
It was Dolly Parton. It's just rude to interrupt, quite frankly. But um, I'll let you off. I like to over-deliver. Question number two. Who was Whitney Houston's godmother, who is also known as the Queen of Soul? Oh, um, you almost had me saying Dionne Warwick, but I believe that's Aretha Franklin. Bonus clue. It was Aretha Franklin. What, 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 question number three. Where, oh, where, oh, where, oh, where was Whitney Houston born? I forget the name of the city. She's from New Jersey. She's a Jersey girl. She is a Jersey girl. Come on. Come on. Oh, I was going to give you a clue, it. but yeah. now you, 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 you've got two in. Go on, take a guess. Take a guess. Take a guess. Come on. Name something somewhere in Jersey. I don't. Um, River City? <laughs> Newark. Oh. Newark, New Jersey. Newark. AKA oh. Brick City. Brick City. Brick City Hall. Named Brick City because all the buildings made out of brick, unlike any other city <laughs> in the world. Okay, whatever. <laughs> sure. Question they made the bricks though in that city. Yeah. Question number four. This is where we're gonna we're gonna get a little bit tougher now. So her first official single release mm. was actually a duet with another singer on their album. Can you Jermaine name Jackson. that artist? Jermaine Jackson. Oh, what? It was, she featured on the song Hold Me by Teddy Pendergrass. Yeah. Teddy Pendergrass, wow. That movie failed me. Why did they, did they, oh, did they, oh, we're all getting spoiler alert. Did they lie and say who she, wow. They take some liberties. They take Why some liberties. Why change that? It's, it's, I mean, it might have also happened, but they make put it look like that, put, some, that. put some respect on Teddy's name. On Teddy P. Smooth Teddy P. Where are we now? Two and two. This is where it all comes down to. Question five. Which song? Now, I imagine this was mentioned in the movie, so let's see if they give you the correct information or not. Which song did Whitney Houston have her first number one hit in the United States. It's not I Want to Dance with Somebody, which you'd think it would be because of the movie we're talking about. Um, Correct so far. I'm going to guess it's the duet she did with Teddy P. Or does that not count? That's not okay on that, so I'm not going to accept that answer. That does not count. Yeah, I don't so know. I'd, I don't know if that went to number one, but this is like her okay. song as, a, as the main artist. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. It was saving all my love for you. For you. Okay. Okay. You lose. I must now jump off the mountain. Well, wait, you gotta, you gotta. Oh. Let's finish the show first. Don't be so selfish. Excuse <sighs> me. We're. <laughs> Well, I get so dramatic when I lose these things. You know, it's it's not easy. It's not easy. Speaking of getting dramatic, as we always say in this next segment, this planet is so damn populated. We need to start culling the numbers, and we do that one by one in this week's trap 
Då segment. I thankfully found a pen and pad on the top of this mountain here. That's so weird. Sweet. There's also a Starbucks here. It's crazy. Is it cold? It's a little chilly. It is. But still, thankfully, not raining. It's always good. It's always good. Mm -hmm. um so if you've never heard this before the trapdoor segment is where i give kush four celebrities and one by one he has to decide which one he is going to remove from existence by sending them down the trap door he can only choose one but he has to show his working this week's trip along the alphabet lane we stop at the letter l and I've kind of, uh, they've got a little theme going here where these people all have relatives that it's pretty safe to say probably more famous than them. Oh, is Drew Barrymore on this list? Although she doesn't start with an L. I think you answered your own question there, but thanks for thanks for joining <laughs> in. Um, <laughs> this week's contestants are. I gotta jump off. Oh no! I'm staying. I'm staying. Lily Collins, daughter of Phil Collins. Okay. Liv Tyler, daughter mm. of Stephen Tyler. Luke Wilson brother of Owen Wilson or Luke Hemsworth brother, older brother of the uh, actual talented Hemsworth brothers this is this is Luke Wilson not Liam uh, oh, sorry Luke Hemsworth not Liam Hemsworth this is Luke the older okay. of the three brothers oh, okay so Lily Collins, Liv Tyler, Luke Wilson, or Luke Hemsworth. What do I know Lily Collins from? She was in is it um ba -ba 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 Emily from Paris? Didn't see it. Um she's been in other things, but now I can't think of any others. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. But like Emily she's from most Paris is something I don't I watch. That's more of a, a, I mean, Mrs. a wife thing. Oh, for sure, but I I've definitely it. seen Lily Collins in something, but it's just I can't think of anything. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, she looks. I'm just glad it's not her. Lily James. I'm just glad it's not Lily James. I would have, I would have been mad at you for that one. So honestly, it's probably going to be Lily Collins. And let I was me break say it down the fact that you haven't heard it, heard of her, it's probably not a good look yeah. for her. But uh, yeah, let's go. It's what it's it took the, about the it's others. The I guess. safest choice. This is the safest choice. Liv Tyler. She is a gifted actress, and of course, her daddy is Steven Tyler. Their whole relationship is very complicated and, and creepy, but um, she's, uh, yeah, she's definitely benefited from having the name, but she's always had the talent. Like, I don't think she's ever been bad in anything you've seen. She was in Armageddon. Yeah. Hope so. Look at that. Bing! Bing! Luke Wilson. I mean, ooh. 
Luke Wilson, Owen Wilson, like you love both of these guys. I think Owen Wilson is probably the more popular of the two, but Luke Wilson is still a funny fucking dude and he knows how to be a part of a story. Like I I enjoy most anything I see Luke Wilson in. Plus, you know, uh, what was it? Idiocracy? Like that dude's legacy is forever cemented because of idiocracy. No one's ever getting rid of Luke Wilson here. Fucking Luke Hemsworth. I didn't know he existed before. Uh, why? Why him? Why not him over Lily Collins? Well, I've actually met Liam Hemsworth. Very nice bloke. Very, what? very, very, very personable. Very friendly gentleman. It was literally like a five-minute interaction on a set. But it's just like, hey, how you doing? I'm Liam. I was like, oh, nice to meet you. I'm Kush. What's good, dude? Did he um, say good day? No, he said good morning though. But good day, mate. I'm Liam. I'm Liam he Hemsworth. Was... We were all in a hotel ballroom or meeting space or whatever. It was six in the morning. He's I just rode in really and we from Australia. <laughs> I would imagine you're still on Aussie time. But uh, yeah, to he, sign he you looked a like boomerang. a dude who just woke up in a weird hotel. He, he didn't hit me with a boomerang, thankfully. But um, yeah, so Lily Collins, I'm sure you're a lovely young woman. But uh, and no offense to your daddy. You're you're going down the trap door, so. Oh, my wife. I actually had to be Liam Hemsworth standing for before he showed up. I was like, I was like, this is kind of weird. I mean, okay, I guess I'll be a Hemsworth. I'm usually a a Goldblum, but I guess I'll be a Hemsworth on this one. Sure, why not? Oh, you just standing like so. You like you weren't like he's like. So we built a set for them to talk about Independence Day 4 or Independence Day 2. Like the movie hadn't even come out yet. This is Super Bowl weekend, Super Bowl 50 in Santa Clara. Um, And it's this whole thing where once you build the set, then they want to make sure that like people, they would love to have someone that looks like Liam Hemsworth, but obviously they didn't have, so they just need a body to sit in his chair and they can do color correction and make sure the light is just the right temperature. Lots of weird, mundane little shit. But um, that's that I've done quite a bit of. It's a lot of fun too. But you just you're literally just sitting there. There's a camera on you, and then they go like, oh, "Okay, uh, hey, hey, Kush, uh, can you turn your face? Okay, can you? Okay, great. We we we've got enough. And uh, Liam will be here in ten minutes. So thank you. Go get a coffee. And then I do. And did. And then he walked in and was like, crikey, it's like looking in a bloody mirror. <laughs> I met your boyfriend, Ryan Reynolds, that day. He's a nice, very nice gentleman. Oh, of course he is. Of course he is. Oh, just, just hearing his name warms my loins. Why not? But yeah. He's a nice dude. I get it. Glad to know. I'll sleep well this evening. Speaking of movies, you movie-making bastard... It's now time for do for a segue. It's now time for Kush's movie review. Kush's movie review. I wanna dance with somebody. I wanna feel the heat. With the money. If I can't, if I can't carry on. Otherwise, we're going to get copyright strike. Oh my god! I thought, that, was, I thought that Whitney was, was with us in the room Frank right now. Whitney Houston. Um, yes. Yeah. So I want to dance with somebody. The Whitney Houston story, starring some British bird as Whitney Houston. Take it away, Kush. <laughs> Thank you. This is 
Whitney Houston colon I want to dance with somebody. It came out. Whitney in Houston's the colon last... wants to dance with somebody. That's just an, that's a very polite way of saying I like get up the bum. Mm. Nice. You're nice. Welcome. It's rated PG 13 and it's two hours and 24 minutes. And just to get right off the bat with it, this is for what they do with this movie, it was publicized as by the guys who did Bohemian Rhapsody and um, 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 the Elton John movie. See, they're like, okay, this is going to be right up there. This is, they're, they're definitely going for little gold trophies. And I'm sorry to say, it's just it's just kind of mundane. It's just there. It's, it's one of the most mediocre movies I've ever seen with one of the most beautiful endings I've ever seen. So... Um, they take some liberties. They 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 highlight some stuff. They don't ever pay off some other things, and then they completely ignore other shit entirely. It's uh, it's pretty crazy. So this is directed by Cassie Lemons, and she last thing she directed was 2019's Harriet, which I did not see because instead of saying like this is a movie about the woman who inspired the Underground Railroad, they go like Harriet Tubman was the first black superhero and i was like no 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 she she's actually way more than that like she's she's not a cartoon character like this, this is a real woman who did real shit eyes. apparently in that movie she has psychic powers what she can sense when trouble is near and she can help just spidey in, sense influence you to do things she needs to be done so she's a jedi that, that was basically kind of uh, or so I was led to believe. So we never saw Harriet. However, uh, Cassie Lemons is also an actress. She's been in such movies as the original Candyman. She's been in uh, uh, um, uh, Fear of a Black Hat, as well as Gridlocked with uh, Tupac Shakur and um, 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 not Owen Wilson, um, not Guy Ritchie. Um, Luke Wilson. Not Luke Wilson either. It doesn't matter. The other very talented gentleman. Um, the guy from Reservoir Dogs. Mm-hmm. Anyway, whatever. Um, this is written by a dude named Anthony McCartan. He did have a hand in writing Bohemian Rhapsody. He also wrote uh, 2017's Darkest Hour. That was an Oscar award winning film. Very well done about Winston Churchill declaring war uh, for, for the British Empire. Anyway, smoking this movie's fat cigars. Smoking fat cigars and drinking just tumblers of brandy in the morning. I was like, God damn, I'm jealous of you, sir. Good for you. <laughs> well, he died pretty early, so. You know what? He looks like he died happy and with purpose. Yeah. He looked like anyway. he died 10 years before he died. Yeah. Ashton Sanders today. plays Bobby Brown. Stanley Tucci, the Tooch, plays record phenomenon uh, Clive Davis. And then, of course, Miss uh, Naomi Ackel plays the titular character Whitney Houston, she does no singing. This uh, every song of Whitney Houston's catalog in this film is just lip synced, and Ooh. that doesn't have to be a bad thing. That doesn't have to be a bad thing at all. But if you and if you love Whitney Houston music, this is a great movie. Like you want to see this with the best sound possible. The visuals, who gives a shit? The thing at the Super Bowl actually brought me to tears. Like like that was a beautiful moment in nineteen. 91 it is a beautiful moment in this theater um i will say for those who don't know whitney houston she ended up dying she she she, she did a bunch of cocaine 
and then drowned in the bathtub. And it was very tragic. Could have absolutely been avoided. Um, but they don't they don't exploit that at all. This is more this movie tries to be a celebration of her life. Um, and again, the ending is very beautiful. So you know, we don't see Miss Naomi Ackles like doing like pretending to drown. She's not doing death throws or anything like that. Like it's it's very it's one of, again, it's one of those most beautiful endings of a mediocre movie that could be. Um things I didn't know about Whitney Houston, and they jump in right off the bat. And also, I think because of this movie, we have to like give the National Choir some attention now. Like, I did not know that one Whitney Houston was allegedly a closet lesbian. Like she has a full-on relationship with a woman in this film. It's it's romantic for a few years, but then daddy says, don't do that. And then they have a friendly platonic business relationship. There's still love there, but it's I was like, wow, I did not see that coming whatsoever. And like it's right off the bat, Mike Fish. They, interesting. Very interesting. Um Whitney, this is not a struggle porn film. What I mean by that is like Whitney Houston did not come up from a tough environment. She did not grow up in a bad neighborhood. She had very, very good, responsible parents that kept her out of trouble. And when Newark, the they're not in Newark. She's from Newark, oh. but again, they she the movie says she's from a different city entirely when she makes her introduction to her future lesbian lover. Um, yeah, she she came up from a very good background. Like again, this woman just you know she was talented, and her parents knew that she was a singer, and they focused on that, and they honed her craft. And one day, the tooch walks in, and mom fakes takes a throat problem. Like I can't, I just lost my voice, and you 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 have to go on in front of me now. And that's how she gets her big record deal. And you know, for a movie that's two hours and twenty four minutes, you know me, mm. man. I'm always just like, this could be shorter. This could actually be longer because they just ignore shit. They things fly right by. I think this would have been a better Netflix series or whatever a streaming I think, series. I think majority of biopics would, to be honest, like a nice yeah. maybe like four episodes, forty five minutes each. Mm-hmm. Like again, things don't get explained. One one night, she just calls Stanley Tucci up. She's like, "Hey, Stanley, I want to be in movies," and then hangs up. And then just out of nowhere. Just pulls up a plate, a mirror with cocaine on it, and just toots a line. And you're like, "Whoa, whoa, where did that come from? Like, why is that a thing now?" Like, it's all... she has a fight with Bobby Brown, kicks him out of the house, and then just pulls out a box. And sure enough, there's just a crack rock and a and a pipe. And she's just like, "Gotta start basing." <laughs> like, there, there's a lot of things that need a better explanation in this. Um, why is she like cocaine? Who goes into this step? Things that get overshadowed or, or ignored completely. One of the worst things Whitney Houston was known for is the reality series her and her husband Bobby Brown had. I, I forget if it was for the Eat Network or Amy or whatever. For the time, it was very successful. Never comes up one bit. Not not one mention of it. Again, again, this is a two hour and twenty four minutes, so like, should have been longer. It should have been longer considering what she went through and everything she did in her life. Um, what else should I say here? Naomi Ackles, she's fine. You, you saw her in the Rise of Skywalker, Star Wars, Episode Nine. 
uh, if that's where you're wondering where you've seen her. Otherwise, um, she's serviceable. She got the job done. The movie tells the story it wants to tell. Um, cameos include Kevin Costner and Oprah Winfrey, but it's stock footage. Oh, there, there's a they. One point, she's on the set of The Bodyguard, and you see Kevin Costner doing that scene where he's in his bungalow, and all of a sudden he's just watching her music video and falls in love. But it's footage from the movie, and I was like, that's probably more expensive than actually just booking Kevin Costner for the day or a guy who looks like Kevin Costner for the day. It's it's a really weird decision. Oprah Winfrey, same thing. Like they could have just booked an actress that kind of resembles Oprah, but instead they take. They take footage from the episode Whitney was on and and then display it through through a monitor. And it's like that's also a very weird, weird decision to make. Like that that stock footage probably costs more than just hiring a day extra. You know, like it's weird, some weird decisions in this film. Like I said, it's fine. If you love Whitney Houston's music, I would say absolutely go see this in your closest theater. It's probably not going to be here after tomorrow, honestly. It's it's failing at the box office. It it's doing nothing. It's doing nothing. My 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 theater was pretty empty. Um, to be honest, if the you got a great sound doesn't system, do it any, the trailer doesn't do it any good. The trailer looks very really? cheap. If I think, if I if I'm gonna be honest, that's fair. That's fair. But the trailer made me want to see it. Like I, I've been intrigued. For this movie for the last six months and while i wasn't disappointed i was just like eh, at least it was better than the tupac biopic from 2019 i guess like yeah, it was bad it wasn't that wasn't good but that also did the same thing where like oh my god i didn't know he had a relationship with jada pinkett oh my goodness like that's so well, crazy hasn't anyways <laughs> i don't know well, i haven't sorry I, will i didn't, I didn't mean that 1995 cliches would have loved a relationship with jada pinkett Mm. Anyways, Whitney Houston, Colin, I want to dance with somebody. Three out of five stars. That's that's all I can give it. That's the best I can give it. Three um, it's it's a Sony film, so I don't know what platform. It'll probably be on a Netflix or an Amazon Prime, uh, probably by Valentine's Day, which is going to be so romantic when you see her and Bobby argue all the time. Yeah. Although I did once take uh, my wife to Deadpool for Valentine's Day. That was a Valentine's Day release. So, okay. Yeah, I get it. And then a few days. That was very nice of her to. Well, and a few, I think it was a year or so before that, I took her to a Skrillex show on Valentine's Day. So, you know, I like to set the bar low. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. if I do anything nice on Valentine's Day, it looks even better. Oh, there you go. So there you go. Spoiler alert. Wife, if you're listening to this, look forward to a night of watching Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston argue Valentine's Day this year. Yeah. <sighs> Dude, there's some intense there's an intense scene where like she her her father was her manager, and this man is on his deathbed, and by he's been stealing money for her from her for years. But like like he doesn't he barely has energy to like do anything but like when she starts talking about like i'm gonna fucking take care of the books and i'm gonna re i'm gonna redo everything you've done and make sure that you can't screw me over anymore if you survive this he finds the strength to grab her by the throat like you will pay me every goddamn last cent you owe me and it's like fuck 
there, there, there's scenes in this movie that should have been better. Do better biopics. <laughs> do or better just stop biopics. making them. Well said. Like I said, do, do it. Make them mini mini series or something, so you can actually cover mm. stuff. Because I always hate that kind of. The, almost that def- defense of themselves, where you, like you say, uh, they make a, a biopic about someone, and you and they go, oh, well, you did it was too fast, or you didn't cover enough, or you skimmed over some things, and they go, well, we only had two hours. Well, what do you want us to do? Don't make the fucking film then. If you can't tell the story properly, <laughs> don't fucking make the film. It's a little more complicated than that. Um, speaking of bio series, um. If we didn't talk about the Whitney Houston movie tonight, we were going to talk about a Hulu original series called Welcome to Chippendales, which is a bio series about how the male strip club was formed and the dance troupe. And again, fascinating details I didn't know. But then there was actually, while this is a dramatization, A&E put out a real, a real bio series. And like at some point the mob gets involved, never mentioned once in this dramatization which i would be like that would actually be interesting to listen to like at time is very abstract he meets this chick and then they're married and it's been two years later like this is a even, even if you have eight hours to tell the story sometimes things still get rushed it's very strange i love the fact i love the thought of the mob getting involved with the chippendales it was a cash business they want their cash they no but could you imagine like if like the FBI is trying to get involved, say, hey, can you they wear do. a wire? And it, this the guy has strippers that where where can I put the fucking wire? Uh, the FBI will get involved. Wires will be involved, but not with any of the male strippers. Uh, I guess you could people you could put one of those wear clothes. Could put a little, in, little in the in the bow tie. Hmm? In the bow tie, for sure. There might be one right now. Here. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, he, he seems to be testing. buying everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway yeah you can have eight hours to tell your story and still just miss shit it's well, just i don't do know it how it works now. or just do it better well said mike fish put that on your epithet it's, it's a new year just be better people just be better so mike fish born 1978 dies 2074 just do better quote unquote I wasn't born in the 70s Cheeky bastard. Oh, well, then I made you. The, well, I still made you in your, your late 90s. So I'll take you, I guess. There you go. Did I die with a, a lady of the night pleasuring me while I was I smoking you. cigars? Uh, right on top of her. No. She's totally horribly traumatized. There's no way I'm going to be on it's it's 90 years old. Years of therapy. Well, they, they, those bonus films are way like, fantastic. Uh, in the 20. In 2068, the boner pills they create are amazing. Yeah, but it's, I've still got my knees. You've got a bionic that. hip, dude. Don't I'm worry. Still, you got, you got new knees. All right, fine. Your, fine. your knees were replaced 20 years Jesus. prior. Christ, I'll get on top then. Jesus. Um, You're a man, Mike Fish. You like to take control. You like to be... Speaking of me so dying sorry, in my 90s whilst having sex with a lady of the night, it's now time for this week's I'm sorry, Mrs. Fish. Feel good story of the week. It's a cool fucking story.
way I've ever heard in my entire life. That's insane. Can I hear it again? Uh, yeah. This week's feel good story comes to us from Florida. Who'd have thunk? So, as you may know or may not know, America is a big old place. And whoever come up with the map names has very limited imagination. So, as you'll know, there are many places across America that had the same name. Now, what had happened was, so the Visit Tampa Bay um, tourist board, I guess, one of the staffers was looking for directions from Tampa, Florida, of course, to another city in Florida when they discovered, whoa, 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 what? There's another Tampa in America, which is actually in Kansas, Tampa, Kansas. And so, you know, rather than wasting all of their promotional budget on stupid ads with like muscle greased up people with perfect smiles surfing or, I don't know, jogging, talking about how great Tampa is, they spent some of their money by paying for every single one of the 95 residents of Tampa, Kansas, put them on a plane and flew them to Tampa, Florida for a couple of days out. Um, whilst they were there, uh, they spent time at Zoo Tampa, Bush Gardens, and the Tampa Rewalk. Jesse Brunner told WUSF that it was easy to leave the frigid temperatures of Tampa, Kansas for warm Tampa, Florida. She said, people have been so gracious and welcoming to us. That's probably the biggest thing that I'll take away. Okay. That's nice. So yeah, rather than you know, wasting money, yeah, for a hey, Tampa, Kansas, there's night five people in there. Let's get them out of here. Let's get them out of here. Show them a good time. And who flew them out again? The Visit Tampa Bay Tourist Board. Wow. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Tourism must be really good then. Or really bad. Like 95. Five, need 95 people. I mean, or 95 tickets aren't cheap. You got to put them up in a hotel too. We've got a quota to hit. How many people would we need? 90? Fucking just get them on a plane. Fuck. Cha-ching. There we go. Who would have thunk no. there was a town? I, I can't even get my bring around that 95 people in one place so mm-hmm. small so small so small but there you go i mean the population is small but it's probably one of those things where it's like their neighbors are like half a mile apart from each other not no mm. one's stacked on stacked next or on top of one another i mean my only uh my only knowledge of kansas is wizard of oz Mm-hmm. And those Same. houses did Same. look very far apart from each other. Same. How many? How many? Do you, right, do you reckon at least one of them must have got off that plane and turned to their friend and was like, "We're not in Kansas anymore." <laughs> oh, yeah. At least one guy did that. 
It was definitely a guy. He's not even the funny. He, he's not even the funny dude. There's a guy who tells like obnoxious dad jokes. Who's even like, oh, you went there, huh? Okay, whatever, dude. Get off the plane. Get, grab your bag. Get off the plane, George. Fucking idiot. Speaking of awkward jokes, so on my other podcast, the Claret and Big Blue podcast, the only podcast dedicated to West Ham United and the New York Giants. That's right, football, football, football for balls for everyone's taste. Uh, I've now started doing a like a. Uh, to segue between the two sports, I break up the show by doing my joke of the week. Ooh. Do you want to hear this, this week's joke? Yes. Someone, someone in the live this chat. to be a regular segment. Someone in the live chat, shout out to Alex O, said it was the best joke ever mm-hmm. that I told that I told on the show. So well, it's you, low, low over, bar. Oh boy, you're over promising, <laughs> but I'm I'm ready. So, Kush, um, do you hear that there's a huge equipment shortages at hospitals in America? No, that sounds terrifying. Yeah, yeah. The other day, I had to take my own red crayon just so they could draw blood. (laughs) (laughs) That's silly. <laughs> so well done, Mike. What book did you get that from? Ah, just searched uh, dad jokes, and then uh, it, it wasn't exactly that joke. I kind of I like to turn it into a little bit of a story, make it a bit creative. But uh, there you go. I like it. I like it. So if you want to hear Matt screws. plus other Giants and West Ham talk, even though West Ham suck, but the Giants are doing well. Uh, check me out at CBB Pod on Twitter and Instagram for that podcast. We do live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 o'clock Central. Shh. You also do other podcasts, don't you? You like to do podcasts. What other podcasts are you doing this week? We got the Microdose, as always, comes out this Friday. It's, uh, yeah, we had a, we hope to have a new guest, but we might uh, just do a classic episode because of the holidays. Oh, I like this dance you're doing. Otherwise, I'm on Twitter at Kush underscore Hayes, and you can find all the podcasts, including archives of the Waffle Box, the original Waffle Box, at thebosnet.family. Anyway, yeah, and you can follow me at OnlyMikeFish on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you go to enjoywafflebox.com as well for those links. Um, if you want to tune in, we do other stuff as well. If you want to buy some swag, you can go to wafflemerch.com. And if you want to watch me struggle playing video games, um, you can go to twitch.tv slash wafflebox.plays. I'm on there sporadically, so make sure you hit the follow and then you get notified when I go live. It's fun. Whew, I'm out of breath doing that little dance. Anyway. It was a good dance, though. Thanks. Until next week. Take care of yourselves. Happy New Year, y'all. That's all, folks.